I'm Rob Morris, and welcome to Season 2 of Beyond the Game, Moore's Hyperlocal Sports Podcast. Before we get to this week's episode, we'd like to thank all the sponsors who make this podcast possible. Norman Regional Health System, offering a free Saturday ortho clinic for high school athletes at their Norman and Midwest City locations. And Beneficial Automotive Maintenance, working to help you avoid costly car problems before they happen. Aaliyah Moore had a dominating freshman season debut. She helped the Texas Longhorns to a Big 12 title and a run to the NCAA Elite Eight. That meant expectations were high for the Lady Lions alum heading into the 2022-2023 season. Those hopes were dashed by a season-ending ACL injury in December. We caught up with Aaliyah this summer as she was working hard to return to the court in the fall. Aaliyah, thanks so much for taking time to join us on the podcast. How are things down in Austin, Texas today? Oh, well, thank you for having me. Um, and, you know, doing pretty good. Just summer workouts, uh, of course, trying to get back on the court and trying to get through this hot weather out here. It's, it's pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's hot up here, but I'm imagining down in Austin, it's really hot. Yes, like it's been in the hundreds almost every day for this whole summer. All right, now, so I saw some pictures of you and the team and coaches out on a boat. Have you had any chance to do any other fun stuff this summer? We have. So every year we have like an annual team lake day. Um, one of our coaches, really good friends, like to stay in his lake house basically all day. Um, they cook for us. We go tubing. We get on a boat. They have a pool. Um, it's pretty awesome. It's a pretty fun day, just like team bonding, um, a way to just get out of the gym, but still, you know, bond with my teammates. So always a fun time. Mm-hmm. Fun time. But now you've also been working really, really hard back in December. You had an ACL injury, and then you had, I guess, surgery in January. How's the rehab going? Yeah, uh, it's crazy because it feels like it was yesterday, but it's actually been six months. So I'm six months, six months post, uh, surgery. Um, soon to be seven. And it's actually going pretty well. I'm ahead of schedule. Of course, my doctor is, you know, very hesitant on a lot of things because people usually come back and not always, but you have a higher chance of tearing it if you come back too soon. Um, so I'm doing really well, pushing myself every day. Um, it's not always, you know, great days, but Today was a great day, so <laughs> I'm in a good mood. Um, but just knowing that I'll be back on the court soon is really my motivation. Um, and I get my year back, so I have a lot mm-hmm. to prove. I haven't played a full year of college basketball since I've gotten to Texas, so it would be nice to pray, to pray to God that I get to play one next season. Um, the next three seasons fully healthy. And I'm thinking that that desire to play through a full season is part of your motivation, and that leads me to my next question. You know, Having had knee surgery on myself, a lot of times that initial getting started in rehab is the the first and toughest hurdle to overcome. How did you motivate yourself right at the beginning there? Yeah, uh, you were definitely right. The first, I would say, like maybe a few weeks to up to a month was pretty hard for me. I think I was still grappling with the fact that I had tore it and then my season was over. Um, also, after surgery, you know, you're very weak. They just cut into your into your body, your body's trying to figure out what's going on, and then they have to start healing on its own. Um, and so I couldn't lift my leg off of, like, off of the table. So that was one of my exercises for, like, the first month was just doing a leg lift. And I could not get it until maybe a month in. Um, and so just I would notice that a lot of the small things that I couldn't do, um, I would get really upset with myself because I'm like, I could do this, you know, before surgery. Now I can't. Um, I felt just helpless and I was like, this is insane. I'm like, I'm starting back at zero. 
I I had done all this work the last 12 years to get my legs this strong, and then I had the surgery, and it's all all the muscles gone. Um, so it definitely was a mental thing more than anything. Um, and so, but my support system really helped. My teammates, my fam, excuse me, my family, coaches, you know, outside people, people were reaching out saying they were praying for me. So that really helped get me through. Um, being around my teammates and cheering them on at games really helped. But it definitely was a process. <laughs> I would say the first like month or two, and it was very boring. So I had to, even though it was boring, it was the stuff that was going to get me to where I am now. So definitely a process. And then as you've kind of gone along over the months, does it, does it get easier to motivate yourself as you see pro- progress? It definitely does, yeah. Just like I have a doctor's appointment on Monday, and I should get released. I'm praying to, you know, start doing layups and do my lateral movement, and that's a big thing because one of the drills that we do in our workouts, I'd be able to do now. And so it definitely, every little little goal that I meet and every little thing that I'm able to do once I go to the doctor is very encouraging. Um, and I just see myself being back on that court by November, by December for next season. You know, it's fun, too. Um, you were talking about the support you get from your teammates. You know, having the surgery and being off the court didn't prevent you from supporting your teammates. And one of my favorite videos that I saw that I'm going to need to have you explain to us is the baby food video. Tell me about the baby food video. I know, I got this question after they um, aired that. But so one of my teammates, uh, we were talking about playing OU at the time. Um, and my teammate, Taylor, I think she's a junior, that's the senior, but she had a freshman on her. And so what she'll say is, like, if you have maybe somebody smaller on you or younger, it's like, and you score on them or you're dominating them the whole game, it's like baby food because, you know, they're a baby and you're just you're eating them up in a way. So, so when she got that and one, um, that's immediately what I thought of. And, of course, you know, we were playing OU, so it was a little bit deeper. Um, so I had to show out just a little bit <laughs> and rub it yeah. in our faces. But that's where that came from. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, – I just remember seeing the, the – I guess they had you mic'd up for that video, though, right? They did, yes. I was mic'd up. It was, it was pretty fun. Yeah, that was a fun thing to see. Now, off the court, um, you know, you're, you're still working towards your degree – and, you know, I kind of keep up and read the Longhorn basketball side about what's going on. It, it seems like, I don't know if it's because of the injury or just because you had time, but it seems like you got involved in some other things culturally around um, the campus and around Austin that have kind of elevated you into a different place and a different understanding of life and the impact that you can have. Um, can you talk a little bit about what you've learned off the court this year? Yeah, so I would say before, you know, when you're out there playing and your coach is getting on you, your first instinct is to, you know, be like, oh, he's wrong. He doesn't know what he's talking about. But for being on the sideline, I have learned a lot. <laughs> um, and, you know, I call it a blessing in disguise. Of course, I didn't want to get hurt in the season. But I've learned – I have learned a lot from the outside. And I have a greater appreciation for Coach Schaefer and, you know, just the game of basketball, period, because just like that, um, I went through it, it can be gone. Um, but, yeah, I definitely – I want to go into sports broadcasting. Um, and so I have more time on my hands. So I've been, you know, shadowing people. Um, I don't know if you've seen, but on Texas's page, I've been, like, going around asking freshman questions. Like, I've kind of just been doing more communication stuff to do with my major since I kind of had to take a pause on the basketball end, per se. Um, I was also able to go to this thing called the Black Street Athlete Summit. That was in L.A. this year. An, an amazing experience. I loved every second of it. 
Um, can't wait to go back again next year. Um, but, yeah, I've had a lot of opportunities. Um, Jeremy, our media person at Texas and Marketing, has hooked me up with a lot of different things. So, like I said, it's been a blessing in disguise. Um, and it's opened up my eyes to, you know, I am more than just a basketball player. I'm good at other things. But when I get back on the court, <laughs> I will have that as well. So, it's been nice. Yeah, and, you know, we've always thought of you as more than a basketball player, as great as you are on the court. So it's been fun to read about those things and see you doing those things and growing, not just as a basketball player, but as a young woman who is going to have a lot to offer once she gets her degree and gets out into the real world. Yes. <laughs> Very good. All right, and, and so in addition to that, you guys have a brand-new arena that you're playing in now, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, we do. How is that? Is it really nice? Um, it's amazing, yeah. It's really, really nice. I definitely would say it's the best in the country. <laughs> Not one of the best, the best. <laughs> um, from everything. Just it's just amazing. Like to play in that arena, it almost gives you like WNBA or NBA vibe, especially when the fans are in there screaming, yelling. The atmosphere is amazing when we get the students to come out. Um, so yeah, very thankful, you know, for that. Um, and it's just awesome to play somewhere where they give you a platform to to, you know, excel and to be great. So I, I was really thankful for it, and I'm, glad, I'm really glad that I'll be able to be in there for four years. <laughs> hey, and you know, one other thing I was thinking about, and I'm curious about your, um, your thoughts on this. For folks looking in on the outside, I mean, the impact of name, image, and likeness and the transfer portal, I mean, it just seems more and more, particularly the portal, that, Nobody is immune. I mean, nobody is safe from, from people transferring. It's, this is all still very new and something that you and your teammates are um, learning to adapt to and deal with every year. What's it like from the inside having to deal with the portal? Oh, that's a big question. Um, it's definitely, like you said, I'm watching from, from a distance. <laughs> Because mm -hmm. it, I know it's rough out there for a lot of people, and people transfer for their own reasons. Um, I just know it's a process to find a different school, and then you know waivers, you have to get signed, released, all types of stuff. Um, but I, I definitely think it's just it's a lot. Um, like I said, I think people have their reasons for it, and I think other people they just do it because nowadays when things get hard, especially kids in my generation, we run from it, and so a lot of kids are in the portal because of that reason. Uh, they're not, they don't have guidance to tell them, like, it's going to be hard. You might not play a lot, you know, these fresh, your freshman year, but what you should do is embrace it um, and kick everybody's butt that's in front of you so you can be his number one, you know, your coach's number one. Um, and so I feel like a lot of people don't have the mindset that I have, and thankfully my mom instilled that in me, you know, from a young age, um, not to run from it, but to go run towards it. Um, because, I mean, it just makes you better at the end of the day, and I've learned that since my freshman year, um, that at the end of the day, if I do what I'm supposed to do um, and perform the way I know I need, I need to perform and I work hard, you know, good things will come my way. God is always on my side. So mm -hmm. I <laughs> – it's important was crazy, but I, like I said, I watch him from a distance. <laughs> I hear you. Okay, so uh, let's stay off the court now and uh, catch me up. I always like to hear what you're watching, streaming, or listening to. What are you doing to entertain yourself these days? Okay, so I'm a big Netflix fan, you know, whenever I get the time to, and I'm not taking a nap. Um, and right now I am on the series Soup on Netflix. Um, pretty good. I think it's like an older show, maybe from like the 2000s. Um, my mom's also watching it, so we've been kind of talking about it. But 
it's really good. It's just about these lawyers. Um, I didn't think I would like it, but I actually do. Um, let's see what else. Definitely always spending money, always going shopping, hanging with my friends outside of the, uh, being on the court. Um, seeing family. I just came back from being home for a week, which is really, really nice. Got some downtime with my mom, my grandma, my cousins. Got to just relax and not be, you know, in the gym 24-7 for a little bit, so that was nice. Um, but, yeah, that's same old, same old with me, just spending money that I shouldn't spend. <laughs> <laughs> like every college student in the world. All right, so you were home in Moore. Uh, did you have, like, a favorite restaurant that you had to go out and eat at while you were here? I did, yes. Go-Go Sushi, if you ever hear this. I love Go-Go Sushi. Um, I don't know if you guys do NIL deals, but <laughs> would love to talk about something. Um, yes, and I've never found a sushi place like that, and I have not found one in Austin yet. So every time I come home, that's the first place I'm going to eat. Oh, Go-Go is great. I always get the uh, Raging Cajun roll. Ooh, okay. I'm a crispy roll, so I'm not big on raw sushi, but um, this one has chicken in it. So, I mean, it's technically sushi still. Um, but that mm-hmm. and the tempura shrimp appetizer, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, you're talking my language now. Go-Go sushi is one of my favorites as well, so can't go wrong there. All right, so anything else you want folks to know other than the fact that you were home for a week and you didn't let me know? I'm just... I'll get over it with counseling. I'm going to need counseling, but it just hurts so bad I'm going to need a moment. I apologize. I really, really do apologize, but I can make it up to you. You know, if you ever come to Austin, I got you on the tickets. You know, we do play UConn in Austin. Uh, December December 3rd, I want to say. could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure it's December 3rd. Um, But honestly, just tell the people – um, I know we're in Oklahoma, but would love the support, you know, coming down to a game, just watching on TV. Um, and, yeah, and I just appreciate everyone's support, you know, when I am in Austin and they're back in Oklahoma or wherever you are. Um, yeah, I just appreciate it. Oh, you have all the grace in the world for wearing burnt orange. I mean, we, you know, all of us OU fans, we don't care. We love you and we pull for you. So, um, you know, it's okay. Don't worry about that. <laughs> okay. Thank you. All right. Hey, Aaliyah, thanks so much for taking the time, and uh, it's always good to chat with you. We'll continue to follow you and pray for great recovery and a full year of competition, and you can tear the Big 12 apart before you guys move on to the SEC next year. Yes, amen to that. Thank you so much for having me, and I really appreciate it. Thanks again for listening to Beyond the Game. We're grateful for the support of all our sponsors. Norman Regional Health System, offering a free Saturday ortho clinic for high school athletes at their Norman and Midwest City locations, and Beneficial Automotive Maintenance, working to help you avoid costly car problems before they happen. You can listen to Beyond the Game wherever you get your podcasts or online at moremonthly.com. We'll be dropping new podcasts weekly, so you can follow More Monthly on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram to keep up with the latest episodes. And if you think about it, hit the like button and give us a rating and review. It helps spread the word about Beyond the Game to other listeners.